Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is Pops, the triple OG. Now, Pops is the father of a guest we've had on previously named St. James. Uh, Pops is cool as shit. I had a great time talking to him. He's just, he's old school, man. He's old school and uh, he, he has a lot of good stories. He, he's uh, worked with Babyface before. He's worked with JC Davis from uh, one of the iterations of the James Brown band. He has a long history. He's in Ohio. He's an Ohio dude from Columbus, Ohio, so uh, it's nice to be talking to another Ohio person, and uh, th that that's about it, man. Go check out Pops. He has a new song out, which uh, is called Simple Man. He's going to have new music coming out. Uh, I know he has one called Technology that's going to be dropping soon, so be on the lookout for that. I'll read a quick bio on Pops just so you guys know what's going on. Pops, the triple OG, based out of California, Al Carey. Pops is the pine is a pioneer in the music industry. Even as mature and distinguished season in his life, Pops can still get it done. His strong songwriting skills are his bread and butter. However, his sweet, sultry tenor and falsetto still takes us back to a time we now yearn for when music felt good. Pops is a self-taught musician. Prior to his relocation to California, Pops was based in Columbus, Ohio, where he played, promoted, and managed various local groups. Eventually finding his niche in the J.C. Davis Band, J.C. was a former member of the Jane Brown Band and show, and still seeking to blaze his own trail, Pops joined a band called the Crowd Pleasers. And it goes on and on. But they, 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 I had a great time talking to Pops. You can go to his website, P O P Z T R I P L E O O O G, because it's triple O G dot com go to pops triple og and go check them out there's a link in the show notes so please go and click around it's the good stuff and again he has his latest single out called simple man so go and get yourself some pops all right guys i'm gonna keep it short and sweet so let's just get right to the conversation again if you are uh, interested in listening to the new single from yours truly wseg Click on the show, click in the link in the show notes, and it'll take you to several different uh, streaming platforms and take your pick, whatever one that you're a part of, and uh, listen to it. It's called Boobs and Ode to Consent. It's the latest and greatest, and I hope you guys like it. It's a little silly, it's a little, it's a little informative, and it's very jaunty. So, and it's very synth wavy. So go, go get yourself some boobs. <sighs> That's ridiculous all right guys let's put our hands together and welcome this week's guest pops the triple og let's hear it
I had such a good time talking to your son, St. James, who was a fantastic guest. He he came oh, yeah. on here. He was telling he was he was telling it how it is and how he feels about stuff, which I always appreciate. Um, oh yeah, that's the only way. That's the only way he knows. <laughs> Does is that is that how you are too? Do you do you, are you pretty straightforward with people? Or are you pretty? Uh, yeah. Straightforward, but a little, little more mellow, mellow a little bit. <laughs> straightforward. St. James just comes straight. He don't, he don't pull no punches. He means what he says, and he says what he means. Yeah, man. No, he, he, he's great. No, <laughs> I really dig him. I, I thought he was a really cool oh, yeah. guy. Um, I like it. Yep. You're a little bit more mellow, though. Have you always been a yeah. mellow dude? Huh? Have you always been a mellow guy? Yeah, I'm, I've always been that way. I'm more like a person who likes keeping peace mm. you know yeah keeping people calm you know if there's a if there's a problem going on i'm not saying i'll step in but i'm just saying i try to keep people you know yeah make people love each other more than they do they don't realize that they that they love each other so talk it out whatever it may be you know it don't have to be violence or or you know like back in the day, if you had a problem with somebody, you you talk first and then maybe have fisticuffs, you know. But then now, now they don't even only thing in, in some of these young kids' hand is a gun. Yeah, they don't even want to talk. They don't want to talk already, and they're walking around with them, you know. So you have to everybody have to be careful. Men, women, children, everybody has to be careful. Yeah, what's going on in our country right now? And I'm I'm gonna stop there. No, I, I absolutely agree. And it's really interesting when you see people who are so quick to like to 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 uh, to go to violence. And especially if you're just somebody like at a bar, for instance. Right. Like it's very easy yeah. to get drinking and, and your your lips get loose and you just start yes. going. Uh, it's yeah. really interesting to me how many people are willing to to just start talking shit. Some people don't know how to fight. Some people aren't armed. You don't know what people have. You don't know what kind of mindset people are in. And yeah. these days, people are just really on edge. You know, I mean, yeah. coming out of the pandemic, uh, the, the inflation. You know, just all this stuff that's going on. It, it, Everything. And these neighborhoods are getting worse. There, you know, yeah. people are doing nothing to. You know, our governments are 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 leaders are doing nothing to improve these neighborhoods and so Not you don't you don't know what mindset people are in and so it's really interesting to me that people are very quick to just start talking shit and yeah. then you know whatever the situation you know like and, and that you know i i'm just i'm with you man i'm with you i feel like people need to step back Take a breath. Take a breath, yeah. And let's talk this out because that's the last thing you want to do is just be at a bar, having a good time with your friends, and all of a sudden someone's dead or, or whatever the case may be because, yeah. you know, things got out of hand. Yep. Uh, I, I don't know how – so it sounds like you've been that type of person who, who keep, tries to keep the peace. How does that work in a band setting? Because bands – because uh, I've been in a lot of bands myself, and I know how that stuff can go. I mean, when people are getting along, it's real good. You know, it, it's yeah. it, it's a nice relationship. But when people, when people's, um, you know, egos, people's, uh, people are, you know, they they value their own artistic uh, expressions, and right. a, a, and things can get heated real quick. Were you the type of guy in the band who was like trying to keep everyone together? I mean, or, or <laughs> yeah, I was like the leader of the band. Mm. For a long time, my sister, God bless her heart, June, June Carey, she had a song out, 
on Cooling the Games label back in the day. Oh, right on. Then I had a twin brother named L that played bass in the band. So after they left the band, I kept the band and the name, and I was playing mostly Michigan, Indiana, Ohio. What was the name of the band? Crowd Pleasers. Oh, okay. So we listened to uh, a song. Freaky People. Yeah, and that was written by you. That was penned by you. And yeah, mostly is in uh, 1979 on Westbound Records, distributed by uh, Atlantic Man. And they, they thought it was going to be a, a banger, man, because it, it went in the billboard 88 with a bullet. Nice. And that was good back then, back then. And then also, there was a publication called Black Radio back then. And we were top of the charts in some of the areas on, on that chart. Black radio, like over people like Lionel Richie, we were over Mac Patton and Whitehead when they had Ain't No Stopping Us Now. Mm. Our, our singer was kicking butt in some areas, man. Nice. Yeah. And but as far as but as far as uh being in a band with guys, first thing you have to do is respect each other. Yeah. And I had a I had a I had the crowd pleasers, different version, people coming in, baby papers in the band at one time. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I had people in the band, man, th that they they know that our name was really big in certain areas. And we d we demanded respect because of how we carried ourselves. Mm. And that's where it starts. You know, you can get along with anybody if you respect each other, no matter what you think, you know, because you don't know everything. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Nate, we got someone in the chat who's wondering what area you area are you from? Columbus, Ohio. Okay, I'm in Toledo right now. So. Oh man, Toledo! <laughs> Toledo is how I like to say it because it's like yeah, you get man. here and then you want to leave. <laughs> yeah, man, Toledo boy, that's how I feel. Whenever I was in Toledo, it's like, oh. <laughs> that's how I feel, bro. I li I lived in San Diego. I moved to San Diego for like 13 years in Southern okay. California. You know, man, I love California. Uh, and Me then too. I came back to Toledo, and I'm oh, just like, oh. Man. God, I'm back to this crap hole. But man, why? You know, why did you come back? Um, my wife is from San Diego. She didn't care about the mountains and oceans and beautiful weather. Okay. She's just yes. like, I need a better. I mean, honestly, well, I had family who was sick, and so I I, I was okay. helping out with them. But then yeah, my circumstances, right. circumstances. I understand. And then my but, wife was like over it. She's just not into California lifestyle. It's expensive. Yeah. It's expensive. Yeah, it's just it's, it, it, and it's expensive out here. But I know. One thing I love about California, man, is the, I mean, there's crime everywhere, but most of the time there's sunshine somewhere in California. Oh, yeah. And people are happy when the sun is shining. They're happier. Yeah. You can take places like Ohio when it's wintertime or, you know, cold, or New York, Chicago. <laughs> they, they're not even happy when the sun shines in some of those mm. places. I lived in New York for nine years, man. New York is one of the coldest places in my life. <laughs> People-wise. Yeah. People-wise. Yeah, it's cold out there, man. Yeah, no, cold weather, cold people. Yeah. Cold people. Yeah. Like they say, if you can live in New York, you can live anywhere. Yeah, I believe that, man. I believe that. I, I was just in New York uh, last year in the fall, and, and it was crazy. I mean, just the rats everywhere, the homeless people, oh, like people on yeah. drugs. You know, like people, cops were making people wear masks, but like they weren't wearing masks. They didn't care. They were just like doing whatever they wanted. 
it, it just it, it seemed like a city in disarray and i'm not sure if it's any better since i've been back but it, it seems like since the pandemic that place has really taken some hits yeah a lot it's, of cities have man you mm-hmm. know thank god uh, it it, ha- it hasn't got worse you know but to me what bothers me about everything is that you, you see these people at concerts and uh, sports activities and hardly nobody wearing masks mm. yeah and you wonder why we still having this problem. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're, 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 my, my mom is the same way. My wife is the same way. I, I've, the thing about Ohio that I do appreciate is that they gave people a lot of the freedoms to choose how they want to live with this COVID stuff. And right. we, as, soon as, as soon as, like, in February of 2021, the gyms were open. I was at the gym in the steam room in February 2021 just hanging <laughs> out, you know. So, yeah. but go figure. I've had COVID twice. So, oh, man. <laughs> so I just, I, just, I just had it. I had COVID July first. I'm over it now. You oh. know, thank God it was it was just mild. You know, like the flu, and I got the uh, my second booster yesterday. Man, mm. I'm not taking no chances, man. You know, gotta what? Get, get this music. Got to do this music. <laughs> got things got to do. Play. He says. You know, then I got to do this music. Oh, no. Yeah, man. It seems like COVID's going around a lot. My sister has it real bad right now. Like a lot of people at my oh, job is is out with it. And so I don't know. It seems like there is a resurgence. And, 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 you know, I'm not trying to debate the validity or, of the mask, but like it seems like whether people have masks on or if they have the boosters, people are still getting it. So like, getting it, yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand how it's going to end. You know, I, I don't know if anything is, is, is going to end it except for it to just run its course but i'm not a doctor i don't know you know right yeah it's hard to tell man only but only person knows god yeah yeah i i think you're right i think you're right man uh, so you were telling me i mean because you brought it up technology you got a new uh, a new song coming out called technology and and because we were at the top of the show we were tr- we were trying to get you all set up on the ipad here and right. uh, you know, it was just ironic that you got a new song coming out, and you were like <laughs> trying to figure out the iPad situation. So, yeah. what, what's this new song about, man? What 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 do you what are you that's, saying on this new track coming out? That's what it's about. It's about technology and how we we depend on it so much. And back, you know, we used to. I used to know all of my relatives' phone numbers, all the bars I used to work phone numbers, all the hotels I used to work phone numbers. I used to remember all my friends' phone numbers, <laughs> and now all we do is, is is put it in our phone and 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 hit it, and then it comes up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't, have to do, you don't have to do anything. So, to me, technology has made us lazy. Hmm. You know, but it it's good because it's good for things too. But you got people on there doing bad things. That's the only bad thing about technology. Like what? What are they doing? scammers and mm-hmm. you know uh just st- stuff on- online that shouldn't be online to me <laughs> mm. yeah you know what i mean yeah. and and kids 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 can can go on and watch stuff right you know kids five six seven years old because these young kids know more about technology than we do <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is the truth. No, it, it is scary, man, what children have access to, and especially if parents aren't on it. It, it yep. does seem to be, uh, it, I don't know, it does seem to be kind of warping kids. I mean, I mean, I mean, it's something as simple as, porno- I guess pornography is not simple, but like, 
you know, you're having kids today who are, are who are seeing pornography earlier and earlier in their life. And, yep. and they're having these problems uh, in their own life, in their own sexual life, once they get to a part of, of, you know, once they get to that part of their life where they're experimenting with, you know, with sex and, and, and finding love and stuff, it's actually, it's actually warping their view on what sex is. And it's right. warping their view. And some kids have erectile dysfunction at, you know, 16, 17 years old because they're so used to whatever they can find. Because, again, unmitigated use of the internet from a child is 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 wild so if they've been just sitting there watching these these hardcore situations since Mm -hmm. they were like you know 10 or something by the time they're 16 and then and then it's weird expectations that are or that are expected out of women and and maybe even women expectations out of, of, of men so it's like it it just that in itself is is weird, and then Nader's just brought up the dark web. Are you familiar with the dark web? No, I don't like nothing dark. <laughs> <laughs> no, the dark web is crazy, man. Uh, I've never only joking. Yeah, well, yo, I mean, it, I, I, I understand where you're coming from, though, because you hear something like the dark web, and, and it right. already it yeah, triggers right. something, right? Right. You're already right. It's already thinking, uh oh. Yeah. No. It, <laughs> it, it, it's um there. I mean, people are able to buy and sell about anything on the dark web now, and that's it, my point. That's my point yeah. to you, man. Yeah. You know? Not even know anything about the dark web. Yeah, no, it, it's wild, man. Like it's human trafficking, it's drugs. You can hire really? hitmen. Yes. Oh man. You can you can buy people on the dark web, man. You can buy it's people. Like the, the internet to me is like the wild wild west. It it is, man, and you know, there's a there's a big pushback on on uh, regulating the internet because people want that freedom to be able to express themselves, to be able to communicate. I mean, the internet has has connected so many people in so many ways, and now we're at this uh, we're at this junction in technology. Kind of bring it back to your single. Uh, yeah. You know, we're at this junction juncture in in technology where we're um, we're it's kind of getting out of hand to a point where governments want to step in. You have corporation censorship. You got all these people who want to censor what's going on. But I don't know if you can. I mean, it feel like Pandora's box has been opened, don't you? Yeah. It'd be hard. Yeah, I don't know how you put that back in, especially with things like the dark web where you can <laughs> yeah. there's there's really no regulating that. I, I don't know what to say. So so uh, we got we got somebody in chat talking. Hold on. Was he Samo Honey Boy? What's up, Samo? Welcome in, my friend. Uh the blur between adult YouTube and kids YouTube is very deceiving. A lot of streamers on YouTube stream Minecraft, but with adult content and Adults just see kids watching something that looks appropriate. That's totally not. Yeah, the 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 there was this uh this YouTube channel that had like a bunch of. I remember my son used to watch it too, and it, it when he was a little kid, and it looked fine, but it was like guys in dresses, and they were like kidnapping people, and and, and it looked all innocent, but it ended up getting shut down because they were marketing it to children. And it had very adult connotations to it. So even stuff yeah. that's dressed up like children's stuff is like... <laughs> oh, yeah. Got to be careful, man. Yeah, for sure. Man. So so technology, your new song that you're working on. And when do you expect that song to be out? Uh, just real soon. We just finished up the video. 
and our, our uh, videographer, Ramon, R54 Photos. He's, he's editing it right now, and it should be out real, real soon, man. You know, when once St. James put his mind on something, man, you're going to see it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he told me, he told me uh, just yesterday that the, the videographer was, was finished with it, and we'll get it real soon, man. We'll yeah. get it to you. Nice. So, so it's coming out any day. It could be any day, you know, a few mm-hmm. days or next week. You know, I don't know exactly when, but he did say uh, that he was finishing up the video. Nice. Yeah. So <laughs> you guys definitely want to go and click on this link so you can follow popstripleog.com. Make sure you guys go click on that link and so you can follow when that new, uh, that new, that new single drops, the new video drops. Let's go and watch uh, Simple Man. Uh, the latest single that's out right now by uh, by by Pops here, and then we will come right back with Pops, and we'll chat some more.
How'd you get linked up with Coco? Uh, Coco was working for a, uh, a company in New York, a radio station. And uh, St. James met the people that she was working with. And they became, uh, you know, friends on the Internet. And the rest is history, man. She's just a phenomenal person for promotion and marketing. Mm. So St. James brought her on. She was happy to come, and we're happy that she's she's a part of the household name hmm. entertainment situation, man, because uh, she is the bomb. <laughs> well, yeah, you got to love having a good team together, man, because, like, uh, oh, yeah. Because rarely are people doing this all on their own, you know? It, it yeah, man. That's what I admire about St. James, man. He, I don't know when he sleeps. He tells me he gets some sleep. I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> he does seem like a grinder, man. He, he seems- hey, listen, he, he 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 does. He will not quit, man. That's what I love about him, man. He's a survivor, mm. and he he's a hard hard worker. Everything he's doing, man, and he's not doing it for himself, man. He got he got other people on the team, you know. That like, uh, you guys just. Let's, you know, let's keep the team together, man. And we're all going to uh, enjoy the benefits. Yeah. Because he got, he's got the blueprint, man. Everything he does, man, is just fire. Yeah. And I'm not saying that because I'm a part of the team, but 
It is. You, you can't deny him. Everything comes out of the camp, man. It's like, whoa. Yeah. What, what, what is he going to put out next? What is he going to put out next? And he put out so much stuff. You're like, man, uh, is, is this Warner Brothers? <laughs> <laughs> no, I absolutely agree. Uh, it's all high quality content that, uh, yeah. you know, it, you can tell they doesn't. He he's not he he's not cutting any corners or anything and and nothing making sure that everything looks great and he looks great and, and he, yep. has his, he has he makes his... sure we all look as good as he looks. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying. That's the kind of guy he is, man. He he just yeah, you know he just I don't know. I could go on and on about him, man. You know, but he's just he's just that guy, and all he needs is a blessing. Yeah, man. you know, and I keep telling it's coming, you know, because you're you're not doing anything wrong, you ain't hurt nobody, you you you're doing what you want to do, doing what you love, and you're enjoying it. But it's a lot of work. Yeah, and he don't he don't maybe feel like doing it all the time or every day, but he does. Yeah, he does. He got a lot invested in his music life and other people. Yeah, he's one of those kind of guys, man. That that, that that's a rare. In the music industry nowadays, because usually you try to hook up with somebody, first thing they're going to say, well, how much money you got? <laughs> right out the gate. Yeah. St. James St. James has helped people and then ask for a dime. Just want them to be, you know, be part of the team and be happy the way things are going. And just, you know, just let's write. And that's how it started here where I'm at now in Sacramento, man. I've seen it grow, you know. He had, man, at one point, he had about six or seven guys in the studio all the time with him, man. It was it was great. And it's still great. Yeah. You know, and with every situation, there are things going to probably make it where, like you're talking about the band, you know, and I'm talking about keeping peace. Some people have to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And you had opportunity to do this music. You ain't paying for nothing. You're sitting there writing. You enjoying what you're doing, you know. Just, just keep on doing it, man. But because, because look where he's at now. Yeah, yeah, he's doing great, and and you're doing great too, man. You got, you got, what your 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 latest single has like what over a million plays or something? Oh yeah, man, it's doing really well, man. Then he then he he's got uh, uh, R and B singer named Tony Mosley hmm. that he under his wing he's working with, and. Uh, one of the writers, Kaleo Ross, you know, we got a good team, man. And our engineer, man, got a Grammy for like uh, Angie Stone. Wow. Gold record, Angie Stone and uh, Smokey Norville, the gospel. He got an award for, 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 for engineering his album. He had Kalani in his studio. Oh, okay. He did. He got an award for a uh, gold record, I think, for... Uh, one of Tyrese's early albums. Tyrese record what we record. This guy named Brian Porter. He's the baddest DJ I ever seen in my life. Hmm. And St. James and him been rocking for 10 years, I think, or more, or a little bit less. And that's why our music sounds the way it does. You gotta have an amazing engineer. Yeah. And and somebody with a vision like <laughs> like St. James got St. James to say something, man. And we we look at him like, huh? Because we don't see what he sees, you know what I mean? Yeah. But after it's done, one thing he told me when I started singing out here in California with him, he says, Pops, just trust the process. 
It may not sound good. It might be a struggle hitting these notes right now, but just trust the process. It's just a lot of work. And once you get finished with it, come out the booth and we're going we're gonna to play it. And I come out the booth, man, I'm like, damn. <laughs> That's me. He's, he's, yeah, he smiles. He just smiles, man. He just got that smile like, see, I told you. <laughs> Yeah. No, you got to love visionaries like that. I think that's important because, you know, I don't know. I'm not, I feel like we have that in common where like you kind of got to see the whole picture before yeah. it makes sense. Is that yes. how you are? Because because my my wife has the same thing. Like, I, I just have a hard time wrapping my head around it. But once you see it all fall into place, you're like, oh, and you kind of yeah. you got to really. I mean, I think there's a, a point where you got to step aside and you got to put your ego to the side and, and, and just trust that. And like he said, trust the process, but you also, you, you trust the, the person with the vision as well. And that's I, number one. Yeah. Trust the person with the one, number one, with the vision, because you don't have it. <laughs> and then leave your ego put it in your pocket. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, I do, man. I do. It, it's tough. It was, it, it, it's a tough process, uh, especially if you, if you have talent, especially if you've, uh, you've been in the game for a long time. I mean, it, it, it what, what made you want to sort of, are, are you rebranding as pops or, or are you, what, what made you want to come back? I mean, you're, you're, you're in your older years now. Like if, in my head, you know, if I was your age, I'd want to be sitting by the pool, just chilling with the margarita, hanging out, you know, just, just retired. But you're out here grinding. What made you want to push and, 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 and sort of rebrand yourself and, and start and, and do this whole process again? Well, th this music is my life. Mm. All right. Uh, my dad was, a, was at a gospel quartet when I was a kid. So that's where I learned what I know, you know, about the music that I know. I went to a community college in Merced, California for a few semesters, you know, got some credits and stuff, took some music classes and stuff. I was in the... How'd you end up in Merced? I had an older brother, rest his heart, he passed oh. away too. He lived there and I lived in L.A. for a while. Oh, L.A.'s... Merced, Merced sucks, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, you know what I call like Merced? What? My, I call it Merdead. <laughs> For real, dude. It stinks like cow crap and stuff. Every, every, every day, man, you have to, you have to uh, put cologne on, a lot of cologne. <laughs> and yeah. walk around. I had so much cologne. Oh, not, not really bad, but I used to wear this cologne called Polo. Oh, Polo yeah. Blue. I remember that. And when I was going to college, man, a couple of female professors used to always say, Al, you smell so good today. <laughs> yeah, yo, you had... If only they knew why. <laughs> I didn't want to smell that stuff outside, man. I oh, man. Shirt. <laughs> oh, for real, man. I mean, the Central Valley is such a, it's such an interesting place, man, because it's just all... Yeah. It's all... I, I, I work with a reggae band who half the band is out of... Uh, out of um, Ah, shit, but out of Central Valley, and then uh -huh. half the band's out of San Diego. And so we would always travel up to play Merced and, <clears throat> and uh, uh, what's the... Where'd you play at Merced? I don't even remember. It was a theater. It was downtown theater. Yeah, we, we, yeah. We opened up for a bigger band um, called The Green, who's a reggae band out of um, Hawaii. Um, but okay. we played there and then we played like a smaller place. I don't remember, man, but there's like a, is it something, the cats, something cat? 
can't remember. Hold on. Um, um, right downtown? There's, there's, yeah. There's a theater downtown. Yes, yes. There is a theater downtown. Um, uh, I'm looking... I can't remember what it's called. The Fat Cat, maybe? I oh, my gosh. I can't. Oh, Fat Cat. I is, think is that, yeah, that, oh. that, that was the place, I think, where they did a lot of karaoke, too. Maybe. I can't remember what it is. The Fat Cat. Something like that. I remember something like that. I, I don't know. In any case. Merced. Um, <laughs> Merced. Same old, same old lives in L.A., and he said that the Merced Mall is horrifyingly horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, I can't imagine it's, it's Yo, much going you know on. What I, you know what I used to call the Merced Mall? What? Merced Hall. <laughs> I've, I've never been there, but I, I, I wouldn't imagine wanting to go man, there. You don't want to go there, man. It's, it's depressing. <laughs> even, even at Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine. Look, malls aren't doing good anyways. Amazon came through. <laughs> And, and made sure malls aren't doing what they used to. Um, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know, man. Like, I, 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 even as a kid, I never wanted to hang out at the mall because at one point that was like a place to go hang out for kids. And now yeah. it's like, oh, God, yeah. I don't want to go. I, 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 I hate going to the mall for any reason. It just. Yes, that's what okay. a lot of kids did in Merced, too. Yeah. Hang out at the mall, especially when school was out. Yeah. And then when, when they get out of school. That's where they come. I've, I've seen kids get run out of the mall because they act, start acting stupid. Yeah, well, it's, kids. Yeah, <laughs> kids acted stupid. That was that was me. That was me, by the way. I was the one getting yeah. run out. <laughs> like hey, get this one hey, out. Man, <laughs> hey, about two months ago, it shocked me, but there was a smash and grab <laughs> at this jewelry store at the Merced Mall, man. About a couple months ago, I was like, what? That makes sense. Who the heck want to rob something in the Merced Mall? Yeah, well, exactly. What is there anything worth that much there? No. Yeah, that's my point. You, <laughs> you know, know what, well, the, what the fuck? <laughs> well, it's interesting though when you see these. Um, it's how how common that is now. How people are just sort of smashing and grabbing. Or have you seen those videos where people are just walking in, like in San Francisco, L.A.? They'll just walk into yeah. a store and just grab a bunch of stuff and walk right out, like yeah, it ain't man. nothing. I mean, yeah. it's just. I, I can remember back in the day, you know, it's missing. Back in the day, you walk in a store, there's two or three people following you around, mm. store detectives. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. If they, if they had some of that, brought some of that back, not a security guard, store detectives. Yes. Dressed up like normal people. Well, well, I think they still exist, but I think that in these in these cities, especially when you see it in in the West Coast cities, you're seeing a lot of these places who are who are changing the rules in a way where it's like you can't stop people, you can't apprehend people, you right. can't do it. You kind of got to let them get away. And if it's under a thousand dollars or under five thousand dollars or something, the cops won't even come. So yeah. it's, it's just like I, people have sort of taking advantage of a situation where it's like, well, if I'm not going to jail, if no one's going to call the cops, no one's going to stop me, then what? why would I, who cares? I'll just go steal whatever I need to steal and, and call it a day. Yeah, it's politics again. Politics. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. It really is terrible. But yeah, so, so what took you to L.A.? Uh, I have another uh, son out in L.A. Hmm. that I live 
live with. And one thing about living with a relative, certain relatives, no. Especially <laughs> 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 a, a sibling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Love them to death, man, but but I had to get out of there. So I left L.A. I, I wanted to make L.A. my from Ohio, I, I wanted to make LA my home, man. Mm. and I wanted to get an apartment, get a job, you know. But my son was out there chasing. He's a, he, he's a gospel rapper at the time, and um, it's it's hard to break into that gospel rap, gospel hip hop. Yeah, and it's it hard to break into hip hop in general. Yeah, but gospel, right? Mm-hmm. Throw that. So on I had top. to get out of there, man. And and, and uh, one of my brothers said, my, one of my brothers said, "Well, you can." Go live with your brother Joseph. You know, he was talking about, you know, because his, his wife had passed on. He's there by himself, you know. So he told me I could come live with him. So I was only supposed to be there a couple months. Shoot, I, I was there about almost eight, nine years. Where was this? Merced. Oh, so that's when you ended up in Merced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I went to Hey, I had to go to college, man. My, 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 my brother said, you know, well, you should try and go get some music classes. And he pushed me to do stuff like that. So that's why I started going to, to the college, man, because there was nothing to do. Yeah. That's what, that's how I survived. And then St. James was always telling me, Pops, I got to get you Sacramento, man. I got to get you to Sacramento, man. And uh, St. James, this, this is how this is how this, this guy is. He, he's a humble dude, man. People just don't know him. This guy had my car. I, I was buying my car off my grandson in Columbus, Ohio. He had my car towed from Columbus, Ohio to Merded, California, St. James. Wow, dang! That's a that's you know what I'm saying. That's a hef- That's a hefty. That's a hefty drive, man. No, no, he had a tow. Right, that's oh. a hefty. That's a hefty tow, I should say. He yeah, had a semi, and and the, the driver on the semi lived in San Diego, so he. Was, you know, he's making his runs coming back. Gotcha. But yeah, man. I mean, that's 3,000 miles. Come that's on. Yeah, that's wild, man. Yeah. Yeah. Sa- that, so how long you been out in Sacramento? Almost three years now. Okay. Yeah. Sacramento, yeah. man, has come up. I got to say, I don't know how it is after the pandemic, but like I know Sacramento over the years as traveling up there to go play music, like it really did become like a really cool city. Um, there, there's a couple cool clubs there. I don't know. Is the Santana? Uh, is it called Santana's Club? I don't know what it's called. It, it has Carlos Santana on on the on the. Oh, room. really? In Sacramento? Yeah, it's not Carlos Santana's club, but Carlos Santana is on the club. Name on it? It's not the name. It's it's just his face. There's like oh. a, the Blue Lantern or the Blue Lamp. I think is another club over there that I've played. Um, really, really cool places, man. Like uh, just a, a cool nightlife. You know, lots of yeah. lots of cool things to do. Um, but yeah, well, man, I, I like Sacramento. Yeah, we we live like a little outside of Sacramento. It's a, it's, a, it's a little suburb, really nice called Elk. Grow. Oh yeah, I'm familiar. I'm, I got a friend yeah. out there. She just had a baby. She she has a house yeah. out there. Yeah, we love we, we love where I'm five minutes from St. James. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's awesome, man. You gotta love that. You're, you're close yeah, to family it, like it's that. Great, man. yeah. And he's the one that, that 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 pushed me to do what I'm doing now because I, I never was a, a lead singer. Mm-hmm. I sang, but not like like the Simple Man song. St. James huh. is the reason. Yeah, believe in me. 
and pushing me and telling me, Pops, you know, you can do this. You know, you 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 got a good voice that I just encouraged me to do it, man. And uh, just like he said, trust the process. And that's what came out of Simple Man. Yeah, man. It's great song, man. Like as soon as you hear your first few notes, you're just like it gives you chills. Oh, thanks, man. Oh, yeah, man. I know I play it for my wife and she's like, woo like damn what's going on oh yeah she's a singer as well so she has that she she's she was super in tune with it so you have you been more of a writer then like more of a songwriter as a musician what what well it it started to happen that way because that song you you play called freaky people Mm. when i was in crowd pleasers i wrote that song in about five minutes (laughs) i mean the lyrics i can tell by your head you've been sleeping in bernie's bed are you freaky have you ever been to the moon? Be cool, you're going soon. You know, I made that stuff up, man, like in five minutes one night after the studio. The get the guitar player from, uh, I don't know if you know who Ray Parker Jr. is. Absolutely, Ghostbusters. Yeah, his guitar player named Leroy Emmanuel. We had some originals, but they sucked, right? The label <laughs> said, no, nah, you guys, you guys, we don't like what you guys. <laughs> we weren't writers, man. We just kicked, we just kicking the doors down. In the bars, man, we used to play like in, in, in one song I got out called Are You Freaky coming out. It's about me me being in the crowd pleasers back in Lansing, Michigan. Where, and one of the lines was, even the ugly girls are fine. <laughs> 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 because we were playing like at Michigan State campus. And uh, I was good friends with Magic Johnson, man. I'm telling you, it was crazy. I could go on and on about that, man. But anyway. Yeah, was Magic Johnson a cool dude back in the day? Or Magic what? Johnson was the co- and he's still cool. I saw him years years ago, man. He had a book signing in New York when I was there, and I I got to go up to him because he started a, a music company, hmm. you know. At one point, and I I went up to him, got in the line. He said, "Yeah, oh, man, what's up, man?" Oh uh, yeah, that's awesome. I got, I got his yeah, I got his phone number. He said, "But well, talk to my man over here," and I talked to the guy, called the guy up, man, you know. But his, his music company you know it, it kind of folded but mm. right now magic babyface i saw him they'd be like hey what's up man that's awesome man yeah babyface yeah. i mean uh babyface what what he he, he went on with uh LaFace records right like he yeah killing he out with, atlanta for a while yeah man he he left our band and he joined he started writing for um Midnight Star. He let me hear a song before he left the band, and it was Slow Jam. Hmm. Play another slow jam. Okay. This time make it sweet and slow jam. He wrote that for Midnight Star. He let me hear it, but it was his brothers. He was in a band called April with his brothers, and he let me hear their version. I was blown away, man. His brothers, you know, Kevin, right? Mm-hmm. But after Seven, you know, and his other brother. I got to meet them when he, we went to pick him up from Columbus, Ohio, you know, Indiana. Indianapolis wasn't that far. Right. Babyface's mom used to do our Jerry Carroll's, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Seriously. That, she used to do all six of our, our Jerry Carroll's whenever we come off the road. We, yeah. had, we, had, we had our hair done. <laughs> Babyface's mom, man, used to do our hair, dude. I got some history. Yeah. What, what, was it, what was it like hanging out with him and working with him? Oh, man. In the bars, he's the funniest guy, the 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 the, the, the nicest guy. Other than Saint James, Babyface is the nicest guy I ever met in my life. He's quiet, laid back, and he's got like a, 
a, a dry sense of humor, but don't get him going. He's stupid. <laughs> Funny guy, man. And after after the bars close, I tell everybody that a lot, a lot of people say, I want you to reach out to Babyface. I said, no, no, Babyface, he got where he at is today because of what he did all those days, whoever he was with. He was he already he had a vision. He had a vision when he's in crowd pleasers because he had his oh man, I went out and bought drum machines. We bought a whole bunch of stuff. The seven of us, he had everybody writing songs. <laughs> hey man, you, you gotta exercise the muscles. Yeah. yeah, and that's where he was at. And he was with us almost a year, about a year. And like I said, he wrote Slow Jam for Midnight Star. And uh, next thing I know, he was with the deal, you know, that came out, man. Sweet November and all that, man. But Babyface was he's kind of guy that like, he wasn't singing the leads when they came out. It was deep. Hmm. You know, and I asked him one time because we, we used to call me and we used to talk. I said, man, when you going to start singing? He said, oh, you know, whenever they want me, man, next thing I know, Babyface is doing Sweet November <laughs> All kind of good stuff, man. Yeah, He's yeah. just the coolest dude, man. Yeah, that's legit, man. You you gotta appreciate that. Good attitudes, good good humor. Oh yeah, man. He he he, he respect. He respect. He just respect people, man. That's why he's respected. You don't ever hear anything about him, right? You know, because he keeps himself. You know, he just writes songs for whoever, man. You just keep on, keep on writing music and loving what he do. So so then after freaky people like where was that did you start writing more and more or how what uh no after freaky people I I co-wrote songs on the album still but you know it was really political hmm. but to hit billboard with the bullet at 88 the label man had us going on they back in the day they called it disc jockey jobs hmm. and the money wasn't that good but the DJs were playing our record so we don't care where they were. We were in Columbus and they would, they gave us money to buy outfits, gave us money to buy equipment. And we went on the road to support freaky people. Hmm. Man, some of the places we went to promoters opened up the trunk of their car, man, I'm telling you, I was like, never saw, I never saw so many of our albums. <laughs> our eight, listen, our eight tracks. Our 12, 12, the big 12-inch record, dog, man. Because we had an instrumental freaky people. It was so funky back in the day. Hey. They even had an instrumental version, dude. No no vocals at all. This yeah. guy opened up his one guy opened his trunk. It's like, man. So I had to tell the, the owner. The owner was like Motown. He's on West 8 Mile Road. Hmm. Westbound Records. He's the Armin Belady. It was him, a producer, and a secretary in a house. <laughs> And they had everything, the the, the albums and all, all the uh, merchandise and stuff in the basement. Wow. And that's how they operated. So he was sending money to these guys to promote freaky people, man. And our album, man, these guys wasn't doing it. They was keeping the money. And that's how we saw our albums in these dudes' trunk. <laughs> they, just, they just would sell and keep the money. Well, that's Yeah, the... man. Because they, 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 they didn't know that they needed to have somebody like they do now, somebody out there physically yeah you know what i'm saying they were just sending money to these guys you know we'll push it you know believe in them yeah you know and it, it was crazy man you know come on now yeah man the music ch business has changed a lot 
It's it's definitely oh yeah technology. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Are are you familiar with like all this new? So I mean, you're on Instagram. You know, you're on Facebook. Now listen, I call that Instagram. <laughs> I like how you have names for everything. <laughs> <laughs> but but Saint James, it, I'm telling you, he's the one. <laughs> that that that's what that's not where technology came from, but that's part of it. You know what I'm saying? Because he's always teaching me, Pop. You gotta, you gotta learn this. You gotta learn that. I'll show you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's the one that pushed me even to know what I know now about technology. <laughs> you, you got, you got like a, a little, a little bit of. Uh, you, you got the hook. Can you sing the hook for us? You can give, uh, to give us a taste of technology. Uh, let me see. I'm thinking. I'm thinking about our funky song. Are you freaky? <laughs> well, if you if if, if you if you if you okay, check this out. Yeah, oh, let let's me go. go. Let's go. Are you freaky? Is is a is a song that when I tell people, like I told a friend of mine, female the other day, actually my doctor, she's about thirty. Hmm. She saw she saw a Simple Man video and she loved it. She said, "I really love your video." She says, "Oh, those cars are awesome." Mm -hmm. And she said, "That's really you singing?" I said, "Yeah." So she said, well, well when are you going to release something else? I said, we got another song that I'm going to do called Are You Freaking? The first thing she did was, say, oh, no. I said, now, see, just because this name, Are You Freaky, don't let the title fool you because we use it kind of as an innuendo later on in the song. You can think what you want to spice it up a little bit. Yeah. But check out the first verses. You can be what you want to be. That means you can be anything. So it's kind of like motivation for people who getting bullied, you know, bullied all the time. Mm. People who don't think a lot of themselves, the people who don't think much of them. So you can be what you want to be and still be a freak. Now, the word freak back in the day was labeled to hippies because mm. they were different. And smoke a lot of marijuana. Long-haired, freaky people. Long-haired, freaky people wearing, uh, you know, the the, the psychedelic colors mm -hmm. and incense everywhere. So you can be what you want to be and still be a freak. Teach biology. That means get your education. Become president. A doctor, whatever. Don't let nobody stop you from doing what you're doing because you can be anything. And the last one is in today's society. So you can be what you want to be. You still be a freak. Teach biology. Become president. In today's society. Are you freak guy? <laughs> Let's go. You know, so that's the first that's the first verse. So it sets it up where people gotta think, make them think, like what it really it what okay, the titles are you freaky? So what's he talking about? So it gives them, to me, it gives them something to talk about right out the gate because the title make them think is about sex and it's not. Mm, yeah. But it could be. But it can be. About but it. it could be. Yeah. That's why I'm saying later on, man, it, it's really sexy as it goes on with vocals and stuff. It really gets sexy, man, you know. <laughs> it's a funk, man. It, it, it's, it's like a Ohio funk, dude. Oh. West Coast Ohio funk. I'm ready. And St. James, St. James came up with the idea. He said, Pops, I need freaky people. I, I want to get that, get a, a remake and, and and change it. And that's what where that's where are you freaky came from, St. James. Okay. So our producer at the time produced this version. Man, it was like crazy. 
Wait till you hear. It's I'm, gonna be. It's gonna be after technology. I'm ready. I'm ready. And if you guys, you guys gotta make sure that you're following Pops. Go ahead and click on that link. That'll link you to his uh, his music, to his his social medias. Make sure you're giving him a follow so you can stay up to date with what Pops is doing because he's got some freaky shit coming. So you don't want to miss it. Uh, I don't want to miss it. Oh. Well, you know, like, because when you listen to, and I know we're go- we're going to be wrapping up here shortly, because I know you got to get to the studio. You got a studio session coming up here shortly, yes, and for yes. whatever reason, stupid Zoom is going to kick us out anyway. So it'll be perfect yeah, right. timing. Uh, you, you, you know, when I listen back to Freaky People, coming back to that, um, you know, it has that sort of that funky psychedelic, almost you know, the funkadelic type feel to it. Where, yeah. where were you uh, back in the day, or even now? Shit, were were you guys in there experimenting with uh, psychedelics and stuff? Not really. We we just like I said, the, the the guitar player from radio. I mean, Ray Parker Jr. had the had the, had he had the instrumental. Mm. So he brought some stuff to let let us hear. Even even Rita Franklin's sister, Carolyn Franklin, she had some ideas for it, but. You know, we didn't feel like a female is what we needed. You know what I mean? Mm. But this guy had a nice groove, man. And that's where Freaky People came from is Leroy Emmanuel. And he came in, hooked up his guitar and started playing the groove, man. And the guys just jumped on it and they just went for it. So has psychedelics ever been a part of your life or have you have you uh, or have you ever been involved in any kind of, uh, you know, I'm not saying have you been like addicted to cocaine or anything, but like, no, 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 no. Uh, what, never, man. have you ever never. been, you, you stay, are you a pretty sober person? Man. Yeah. I mean, I've been in the, I've been in the bars all my life, all mm-hmm. man, you know, and uh, I, I, I uh, we used to play on, on a house state campus a lot. Man, mm-hmm. we, we opened up for people like war Yeah. at, at the house. You know, on the campus, we open up Ohio players. The Agora. Ah man, how'd you know? Oh, dude, I dude, I've been all over the state. There's not much to do in Ohio, <laughs> so man. you got to find the fun. <laughs> That's true, man. We, we we had a big name on campus, man. And uh, as far as drugs, I never really did any drugs. One time, I did smoke a joint. <gasps> take a hit. Take, no, take a hit, right? Uh oh. Because because we were going to parties. Yeah. And all, some of the baddest females Let's go. would be through parties, man. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And I, I just got tired of past the joint. Hey, I'll hit it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going, no, no. And these chicks hitting it, looking at me like, oh, he's, he's a nerd. He's a he's square. square. He's, in the, he's in a band, but he, he don't know much. So, man, one night I said, Forget that. I said, okay, let, let me hit that one time. Man, I hit the joint, boy. I'm telling you, man, they had me outside in the six inches of snow in my drawers. <laughs> 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 Listen, Mike. That's how it, it was, goes. It was laced with acid. <gasps> oh, shit. <laughs> That's not nice. <laughs> I found out later, man, and I tell you, I never touched the joint. All my <laughs> life, I never smoked, touched no weed. <laughs> oh man, see that sucks. That sucks to just yeah, dose man. somebody without them knowing. That's so rude. Oh yeah, man. man, yeah, man. I, I looking at these chicks, looking at me. Finally, said, "Oh man, I'm, you know all these chicks around. Shoot, let me hit that." Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, I've never, I've never, never done. You know it what, man? You're, you're you're probably better off because it's like. It, oh yeah, we went to we went to a couple parties with George Clinton. Nice, Parliament Funkadelic, all those dudes, man, in Detroit after studio, man, and you talk about some <laughs> some psychedelic crazy stuff. Yeah, we had to leave, man. <laughs> It was too. They were partying too hard. <laughs> man, you name it, they were doing it. Oh man, well we had to get out of there, man. Boys, you know, young men from Ohio, you know, boring Columbus. <laughs> Yo, I I understand, man. I understand. You're in. You're out of your element, and you're just like, what is even That's happening? Element. I can't even I imagine love, George Clinton love, how he partied. Oh man, <laughs> oh, man, I I love I love the music. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You gotta love the music that comes out of it, but man, yep. You, yep. You, they get wild, man. Well, pops, I know you got a you got a recording session coming up, and uh, yeah, I yeah. I really appreciate you uh, coming on the show, chatting it up with us, and uh, and everybody, make sure that you're following pops. Make sure you get it if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast. Make sure you go in the show notes and get yourself some pops. The links are in the show notes, so make sure you're in there supporting pops. Pops, thank you so much, my friend, and uh, I'll, I'll be uh, I'll be on the lookout for technology and, and for all the 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 new stuff stuff coming out i'm looking forward to it thank you man thanks for having me man you know i appreciate that i want to send a shout out to all my friends st james Khalil ross brian porter ivan johnson tony mosley if i miss anybody coco reyes of course love all of y'all household right. name entertainment Ow. Thank you very much, Pops. I appreciate you coming on the show and sharing your talent, your art, and your truths. Uh, again, everybody, make sure you're going and checking out his website. It's Pops the Triple OG, and let's spell that out just so nobody gets confused. And I think I added a the in there, and it didn't need to be in there. It's P O P Z T R I P L E O O O G dot com there you go so it's pops triple ogcom go get yourself some pops okay guys um i uh, now i know this is gonna be released on a friday wait i don't know never mind i don't know what's going on just don't listen to me again I, i'm coming back from seattle i'm probably all dicked up in the head probably uh probably just burnt out from the flight so let's just say be good to your fellow human beings. HJs for everybody. I love you guys. Be good. I'll talk to you very, very soon. Bye.